Shalom, shalom. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldoze of Faith, living life in the spirit. I hope you are doing good, enjoying your Sukkot celebrations uh, from wherever you're watching around the world. Uh, if you're just tuning in right now, just give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, I've got some stream feeds coming up here for the different channels so I can see where people are. We've got Cassandra there as well. Welcome, shalom, shalom. Good to see you today. Hope you're doing well. And... Uh, yeah, so we don't see the thumbs up, I just see comments. So if you put a comment in there, I'll know that you are watching. Tonight, we're going to talk about Sukkot breaking through. Um, one thing I love about this celebration and the Feast of Sukkot, I love that it is a time where we are pressing in as a people. It's not just about us as the individual, like I continually say. It is about us as a nation, as a people. And what an amazing opportunity we have to stand together to make a difference for the King of Kings. And we're going to read a few interesting verses tonight and just coming at things from a different angle. You know, because I really believe that what the Father wants us to do is get out of normal life and move into life in the Spirit. And I don't know about you tonight, but are you ready to move into a new dimension in the Spirit? That's what I love about the feast, is coming to the place where we are coming into the rhythm and the heartbeat of Yehovah to connect with Him. What is Yehovah saying to you today? Are you receiving from Him in this feast time? Are you taking time to really press in, to celebrate? Last night we talked about rejoicing, um, you know, coming to the place of understanding, rejoicing and understanding. You know, how long were we separated from the Word and now we've got this great opportunity that the Word um, is coming alive, that many people are coming back to Torah. We're getting delivered from Catholic and Protestant Christianity, and we're coming back to the place where the Father intended us to be right at the beginning. He wants us to be in the Torah and in the Scripture. We want to embrace the entire Word from Genesis all the way to Revelation and as we study the Torah and as we study um, the Tanakh, the, what we call the Old Testament, the question is, where is the Messiah in the midst of these passages? Because what did Yeshua say? Moses, when he spoke, he spoke about me. Everything you see within the scriptures is all about the Messiah. So what a joy and a blessing it is to get in the scriptures and to, you know, just really seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness, knowing that everything else will be added unto us. So let's just take a moment to pray. I hope you'll share this uh, with others as well so we can invite others to come and join us live and also share it after. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for this incredible feast that even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst where uh, we want to be fellowshipping with others around our table in our sukkahs, and many of us can't do that because of the restrictions. And Father, we pray that as we spend time in the Word together, that you will really minister to us and speak into our lives and just bring forth your revelation and bring transformation. And Father, may this be a night 
of supernatural breaking through, that you will take our mindset, Father, and you will move us into a spiritual dimension. We ask all this in the Messiah's name, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we've got Lola there in Florida as well. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Okay, so what I want to do is, you know, like I said, we're talking about Sukkot breaking through. I've got a few scriptures that I want to uh, go through, but, you know, I think more than anything is how do we get out of the world system and start following in the promises of Yehovah. So if you're a believer in Messiah and you are not connected to the feasts, we are not connected to the will of God because Yehovah, Elohim, he is in the feasts. And we have got to find a way to be uh, present during these appointed times. So we're at an appointed time. What an awesome uh, uh, place we are in right now. You know, this is not just any day. Yes, we can meet with God any day. You can meet with him any time of day, any time of night. But these are set apart times when we come together and we press in. Now here in Israel and Sukkot, you know, it doesn't mean that everyone takes a holiday like people do in other countries and go off camping. You know, the business is still going on in the day and then in the evenings we come around the table and we fellowship around the table and that's the place where we get into the scriptures and into the word. And tonight I just want to get into the word with you and just bring forth encouragement um, as we look at this topic of breaking through. I really believe that as we celebrate this festive time, this this harvest festival, what are we looking at? We're looking at, number one, we are proclaiming a blessing uh, as we bring in the harvest before the Father. We're proclaiming blessing, but we're also saying, thank you, Father, for sending the rain. It says in the book of Ezekiel that um, uh, if uh, the nations won't come up to Jerusalem to celebrate <coughs> the Feast of Tabernacles, Sukkot, <coughs> it will not rain in their nations. And basically that's the death sentence for them. And what, what do I love about this season of rain? This is the latter rain. <coughs> the latter rain is more powerful than the former rain. So we're going to see incredible rains at this time. Why? We've had such a hot summer got the long sleeves on tonight. It's freezing cold. It's about 75 degrees. Feeling kind of chilly here considering it was like 80, 84 last night. So very different temperature um, <laughs> from last night to tonight. Can't believe I'm feeling cold in this type of weather. But anyway, obviously your blood thins out. But in, uh, you know, the time of the latter rain, you know, what's important about this time is the rain has to penetrate the hard soil. It has to penetrate to get deep into the ground. So the first rains comes and just washes over the top. We have lots of flooding here in Israel when the first rains begin to come because we've just had dry dust. And if there's trash and there's, if there's things lying around when those first rains come and the leaves, what happens is everything gets pushed into the storm drains and it blocks them up. And then we start to see flooding uh, where whole bus stations will flood and oh man I'll never forget in Tiberias just coming off the mountains of rain all the streets in, in Tiberia and Tiberias just turn into 
you know, waterways. It's it's something to behold, to witness. It really is incredible. So in the midst of the breakthrough, what we're seeking to do tonight is how are we stepping out of the world system? And we can say, well, you know, I live out of the world system. I'm not walking in the world system. And I understand that. But what I love about the, the cycles of the feast is that we come back and we go back to first mentions. We go back to the events that took place. So why are we sitting in the booth? What is it about being in our sukkahs? What's so important about it? The Father doesn't want us to forget what happened to the children of Israel as they came out of Egypt we had the incredible deliverance from Pharaoh. We had the opening up of the Red Sea, the parting of the Red Sea, and the people coming through. We had the destruction of Pharaoh's army, and, and we saw the closing of the sea. Listen, the enemy cannot walk on your miracle. I want to ask you a question tonight. Have you come from death to life? Have you crossed over to be born again of the Holy Spirit? And if you're watching tonight and you're not born again, you haven't received Yeshua as your Messiah. This is an incredible time to receive from him, to to behold who he is. But he wants to deliver you. He wants to uh, bring life. He wants to forgive you of your sins and bring transformation to your life. So as the children of Israel came out, they celebrated the victory each step of the way. And here they are in the wilderness and they lived in booths. They lived in sukkahs. And we look at the time of Yeshua and Mary and Joseph. They're going down to Bethlehem uh, for the census. But where was the Messiah born? He wasn't born in a manger with the cows in a stable. No, he was born in a temporary dwelling, in a sukkah. It was the time of Sukkot when Mary and Joseph went down to Bethlehem. And that's what's amazing about this, you know, is, is, is reconnecting with the scriptures because we've been so robbed of the promises through Christianity. We've not been told the truth about the importance of the scriptures. Our Messiah Yeshua was not born on the 25th of December. That is not his birthday. His birthday is the first day of Sukkot. He is named on the eighth day. He is circumcised on the eighth day, which is the last great day. Um, but anyway, what I want to do is I want to talk about the alignment of our calling and the importance of looking back at what the Father has done. So you might be living life in the Spirit, but still, it doesn't matter how long you've been following God. It doesn't matter how long you've been walking in the Spirit. Let me tell you something. We have got to continually go back and rejoice at the great things that God has done. The challenges that you face today, what do we need to stand strong? Look at David. When he, when he came before Goliath, he said, I fought the lion and I fought the bear. He pulled up the testimony of where he saw the victory of a mighty God because he knew the deliverance of the bear, the deliverance of the lion didn't come because David was awesome. It came because God is a great God. He is mighty to save. He is powerful. Hallelujah. So, you know, in the place of weakness, 
He is our strength. And that's what David was proclaiming. And I want to look at the call of Moses so that we can see a little bit about this in the book of Exodus, you know, because we might never have been living in booths if Moses didn't get his act together. (laughs) Because we look at the story of the call of Moses and it's like, what is going on here? But anyway, let's start reading. We're going to read from the book of Exodus chapter 3. If you're just joining us, welcome. Thanks for joining with us tonight. I see we've got Kenny Russell there uh, in Texas. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. All right. Okay, so Exodus chapter 3. Now Moshe, when tending to the flock of Jephro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of Elohim, There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it didn't burn up. So Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, Elohim called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. And this is where we've got to get to. We've got to get to the place where we, when we hear the voice of God speaking, are we saying, here I am, here I am. So he's hearing his name coming out from the bush. And he says, here I am. And then in verse 5 it says, Don't come any closer, Elohim said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And we mentioned this a bit last night as well. When you are coming into the presence of Yehovah, you know, you don't want to wear uh, your footwear from outside. You want to recognize that you are stepping in to a holy place. You're stepping into the supernatural. And I want you today to take hold of the supernatural. Don't just go through Sukkot following religious traditions. We want to go through Sukkot and connect with a mighty God, connect with the, the Savior of the world who wants to bring forth words of instruction to bring transformation. Why do we need to see breakthroughs within our lives? Why do we need to continually break through in our walk just as the rain, the latter rain needs to break through the hard, packed ground so that it can water the land. My prayer tonight is that we will break through together and we will see the watering, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit bringing transformation within our lives. So the place where you're standing is holy ground. Take off your shoes. Recognize where you're standing. You want to step into a new dimension and you can't do it with with the footwear that you just stand uh, and, and and walk around in this world system. We want to get into that holy place. And Father, I pray right now that we will experience the presence of Yehovah in a powerful way right now. I pray, Father, for supernatural transformation within our lives. We don't just want to go through the motions of tradition and religion. We want this Sukkot to be a very spiritual time of receiving from you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
So he says, here I am, he takes off his shoes for the place he's standing is holy ground. And then verse 6, then he said, I am Elohim of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at Elohim. Elohim said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them up uh, out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey the home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezurites, the the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, uh, the people of the Israelites, out of Egypt. Now, you know, I've come down. What, what's, the, what's the father saying in verse 7? Yehovah said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard their cry. They're crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. You know, we've got to wage war against the assignments of Hasatan, the assignments of the devil. We want to break his authority over the nations, and we ask for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. The importance of Sukkot and the fall feast is regarding the nation. It's not about you and me as individuals. Yes, we need to be aligned in who we are, because the call that we're looking at over Moses, and we're just about to read, You've got to realize it wasn't just for Moses to have good times and to have wealth and to be blessed. No, the Father is saying, I've called you to set my people free. And that's what we're going to get to in a minute. But what I love about this is we serve a God who sees what people are going through. All of the other religions of the world don't have a God who is in pursuit of them. But we have a God. In the scriptures, we have a God who is in pursuit of us. He wants to rescue you from whatever you're facing. So you might be watching right now feeling like you're all alone, feeling like, how am I going to get through this? I want you to know that, that Yehovah, he is in pursuit of you. You do not need to be in fear. You don't need to be in fear. He will bring forth the breakthrough. In the place of your weakness, he is strong. That's what we talked on last night from the book of Nehemiah. Okay, let's keep reading. Um, let's have a look where we're at here. Oh yeah, verse 11, but here comes the first but. But Moses said to Elohim, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And Elohim said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship Elohim on this mountain. I'm going to bring you back to this place. I'm going to bring you back to this place and you will worship. I'm going to show you. I will send you. You will set the people free. You will bring them back to this mountain and, and you will worship me at this place. Hallelujah. 
let me tell you something. We've got to go back and identify, you know, what the Father has been doing within our lives and the victory that's taken place within our walk of salvation. And as we step out in the call of Elohim, I want to ask you a question. Are you walking in the call of God? Is is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Are you scared to walk into what he has called you to do? Are we being obedient uh, to the spirit of Yehovah? So Moses said uh, to Elohim, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The Elohim of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what, if, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Elohim said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Elohim also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Yehovah, the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, the Elohim of Isaac, and the Elohim of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and the name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. Verse 16 of Exodus 3. Go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, Yehovah, the Elohim of your fathers, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has been uh, done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt and into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Persarites, the, the Havites, the Jebusites, the land flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt and say to him, Yehovah, the Elohim of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the desert and offer sacrifices to Yehovah or Elohim. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. So I will stretch out uh, my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I am performing among them. After that, he will let you go. And I will make the Egyptians favorably, favorably disposed towards the people so that when you leave, you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing, which you will put on your sons and daughters, and so you will plunder the Egyptians." Hallelujah. What an incredible statement we have here. So what, what's the father doing? He's saying, I'm telling you in advance what's going to happen, Moses. You might not feel like you're qualified. And, you know, what, what does Moses say after the father is speaking to him? He's also going back and he, in, in chapter 4. He says, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say the Lord didn't appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And then we start to see the preparation for the signs and wonders and miracles. What steps does the Father have to go through to get us to a place to step out of who we are into who he has called us to be? Don't judge 
who you are in the spirit by looking at other believers. You want to be one who is in pursuit of a mighty God. Pursue God with all of your heart, with all of your soul. When you rise in the morning, press in. Every moment of the day where you have the opportunity, meditate on the scriptures and inquire of Yehovah. It is time for us to get to the place where we recognize that God has called you. He has called me. He has called us to go and make disciples of the nations. Are you ready to take up uh, the Great Commission, to take up the challenge to go to make a difference? So, you know, sometimes we feel like, you know, it's such a vulnerable place and moving into the unknown. Just as when they came out of Egypt, every step they walked into was brand new. Why? Because the kingdom of God was manifesting on the earth. Just picture this. They're no longer walking with their own will, with their own desires, with their own uh, habits. All of a sudden they're being challenged. Go this way. A pillar of cloud by day, fire by night. This is what God is saying. Walk in this way. And sometimes he will reduce us all the way down to the place where we have (laughs) nothing left other than God. Because of our rebellion, because of our disobedience, God will strip you if that's what it takes to get you to the place to walk in his will. Why? Because he loves you. He's not taking things from you because he doesn't care for you. He's saying, listen, if I can get you to the place where you recognize that everything that you need, the only thing that you need is me. This is what God is saying to us tonight. And as uh, we're sleeping outside under the stars, it was just amazing to be lying uh, in the tent and looking up uh, at the the moon and the clouds that are forming here in Israel. We haven't had rain yet. Hopefully before the end of the week, we're going to experience some rain um, it's not on the forecast, obviously, but you know, you never know. Maybe we'll have 10 minutes rain. Maybe we'll have a downpour. I don't know. But, you know, to recognize, God, you are all I need. I want to ask you a question. Are you stepping out of normal life during Sukkot and coming into that vulnerable place to say, Father, I'm, I'm going to take my hand off the, the wheel. You know, uh, what's that? Um, Kerry Underwood's song, uh, Jesus Take the Wheel. You know, when you're going out of control, take your hands off and just let God move you through the difficult situations that you are facing. But even in the preparation to do great things, every step you take as you choose to walk in the kingdom will bring you to the place of vulnerability when you know that you are not in control. Why? Because you are moving in a kingdom dimension. And when you move in a kingdom dimension, it's nothing to do with what's happening in the natural. It's everything to do with what is happening in the spirit. If God says it, it is going to come to pass. If he proclaims it, we will see it. Hallelujah. So we have got to be vulnerable before a mighty God because he is calling each and every one of us to move into the unknown. And let me tell you something, I've been serving God and walking in his ways for 
oh, a long time. I'm trying to work out. It's it's like 30, 38 years, something like that. And what have I witnessed? That there is always a place of pressing through. Don't sit back and think that everything is just going to happen to you. Inquire of God. Receive his word and press through. And this is what I mean by breaking through. It's coming into a place today where we are saying, you know what, I'm I'm not just going to allow life to happen to me. I'm going to take a hold of it. So yeah, Moshe, what's he doing? He's out there looking after his father-in-law's sheep, just doing his thing. And God pursued him in the burning bush. And God wants you to know at this time of the feast, he is pursuing you. He's bringing you into the new. And it's okay through this journey. No matter how many years you've been walking with God, if it's days, weeks, months, or years, you will always be in a place where the Father will demand you to move into a dimension that is out of your control in this natural realm. So you may feel like you're walking in weakness, but in reality, we're walking in his strength. I want us to go to the book of Second Corinthians, uh, chapter 12. I'm just going to read off uh, the screen here. Or will I? Let me just have a look. Yeah, maybe I'll just read off the screen. What? Uh, um, oh, yeah, Second Corinthians, chapter 12. Yeah, I just want to read a couple of verses from here. It says in, in verse 9, and it's talking about the suffering of Paul and the things that he has gone through. But in verse 9, it says, But he said to me, Who said to me? Yeshua. And what I love about this, I don't know about you, do you have a, a red letter Bible? Because here in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 12, we've got red letters. Who's speaking? Yeshua is speaking. Let me tell you something. Yeshua is putting red letters upon your life and upon my life right now. Today he's putting red letters upon our lives. Are you receiving words from Yehovah? What is he saying to you? So verse 9 it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Messiah's power may rest on me. Hallelujah. That is why for Messiah's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. Because when I am weak, then I am strong. Come on, let's get to that place where we recognize that we can rejoice in the place. I delight in my weakness. Look, I want to be out of my realm. Why? Because I want to see the testimonies of a mighty God doing great things. And during this Sukkot, I want to be spiritually aligned. Um, I, I want to be fine-tuned in the spirit during this time as I step out of the, of my house and into the garden and saying, I'm coming under your covering, Father. You're my protector. You're my source. Everything I have comes from you. So what are you facing? Are you facing hardships, insults, 
Are you recognizing the place of your weakness? You don't have to prove anything to any person. The question is, how do you stand before God? Are you facing difficulties? Then Yeshua, he is your answer. When I am weak, then I am strong. I love that portion of scripture. So I also want us to go to the book of First Corinthians chapter 2. Um, and, you know, th this is a, a passage of scripture I love. First Corinthians chapter 2, and I, I've shared it many times. Um, it's, it's where we see no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what Elohim has prepared for those who love him. And if you just stop there, doesn't sound like a great verse, but it goes on to, but Elohim has revealed it to us by his spirit. But before we get to that section, I want us to go back to the beginning of this chapter. Listen to what it says at the beginning of the chapter here in chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers, I didn't come with eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaim to you the testimony about Elohim. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Yeshua, the Messiah, and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on man's wisdom, but on Elohim's power. This is why, if we choose to live life by the Spirit, listen, we will be teaching a testimony. And this is the whole reason why I do devotions. This is the whole reason why I broadcast, because I want you to connect with my heart on how I walk this journey out. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. My God is able. Just like David said, he fought the lion, he fought the bear. Goliath, ha, you uncircumcised Philistine, I can take you down. But he's not saying that I can do it. He's saying my God is going to do it through me. And that's what I want you to capture tonight in the place of breaking through. This is not just about breakthrough. Oh, I need a breakthrough. No, this is breaking through. Let's break through together to serve God and make a difference in this generation. It is time for us to press through. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. Now, how many people do we see in the scriptures? You know, Haley and I, when we were sharing on this earlier, uh, before the broadcast, she was uh, sharing from Jeremiah uh, chapter 3, the call of Jeremiah. Who am I? I, I am young. Uh, you know, who's going to listen to the words that I have to say? The call. Every time we see the call of someone within the scripture, what do you see? You see people who do not believe that it is possible for them to walk in this call. Gideon, you mighty man of war. The angel of the Lord, Yeshua, is ap appearing before him. He's like, what are you talking about? Me, mighty man of war? Don't you see what I'm doing? I'm breaking bread. In the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding the wheat in a wine press in, in a place of hiding. 
yet you're calling me a mighty man of war. So what is the Father calling you today? So you might have the title of, of what you think you are, but what's the Father truly saying of who you are? You don't need to be embarrassed at who he has called you to be. You know, don't worry about what man uh, say, because what's the importance about walking, uh, you know, in the supernatural and the power of God? It's so that our faith might not rest on man's wisdom, but on Elohim's power. He is able. I want to share with you a testimony. You know, many times I've seen incredible breakthroughs. In fact, the greatest breakthroughs I witness uh, since I've been living in the land, the greatest breakthroughs happen because of what is sown at the time of Sukkot. The words that the Father speaks to me at this time, he gives me red letter words at this season which I will war over and press in over. And this is the time of victory. And I want to encourage you that this is the time of, this is harvest time. This is when we are pouring out the water on the sacrifices we see in John chapter 7, John chapter 8. Why? You know, when Yeshua come unto me, all you who are thirsty. Why? Because that gap took place as they were pouring the water onto the altar. Why we are proclaiming, Father, I thank you that the rains are coming. I thank you that the crops will grow. As we bring in this harvest, the crops will grow in preparation for the springtime. What a mighty God we serve. So I want us to get to the place where we recognize that we don't have to be afraid of weakness, afraid of vulnerability. I can't do this. That's right. Okay, come on, wake up. You can't do this. But do you have the boldness of a mighty God? Do you have the words of God that he is speaking over your life? The call that he has placed over your life? Is that coming alive to you in this season? It's good to go back and identify the place of the call. It's good to go back and look at the miracles of the manifestation of the kingdom of God. But I also want to proclaim, let, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We proclaim the kingdom of God to manifest on the earth as it is in heaven. So let's pray today. Father, pour out your spirit on the earth. Pour out your spirit over the land of Israel. We come against this coronavirus in Yeshua's name. We speak supernatural deliverance over the nations that this virus will stop dead in its tracks, that we will be free, that we will be able to function and operate and bring the kingdom to this generation. What are you facing what are you pressing in for? Let's, let's use this time to really press in, not just about ourselves, but when God called Moses, what did we see in Exodus chapter 3? He says, I'm calling you because I am sending you. So I'm not just giving you a word. So if you've just tuned in for a word, I've got something bigger than just a word for you. God says, I want to release my calling over your life. 
maybe you feel like there's so much baggage and so much opposition to the call it's all piled up upon your life that you can't get free you can't get free to press forward in the call and i just want to proclaim supernatural deliverance right now that you can walk in the freedom of god to walk in the call of god over your life this is the hour this is the time for you to experience the, the breakthrough that the Father has for you to be effective for his kingdom. And that's what I want to see more than anything, is that the Father will raise up a nation, the nation of Israel, to be effective for his kingdom. And I choose to be effective for his kingdom. I choose to set my face like a flint on a daily basis to be effective for his kingdom. What's your choice today? Are you making a choice to be effective for his kingdom? Because this is the hour. The Father wants us to walk with him, but if you are going to walk with a mighty God, you're going to have to change your mindset. You can't see who you are through your own eyes. You need to see through the eyes of Elohim. And I'm just going to read another, you know, we're coming close to an end in the next few minutes, but I want to read in First Corinthians chapter 2 a few more verses. Verse 6, we do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak of Elohim's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden and that Elohim uh, destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified uh, the Lord of glory. However, as it's written, no eye is seen, no ear is heard, no mind is conceived what Elohim has prepared for those who love him. But Elohim has revealed it to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of Elohim. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of Elohim except the Ruach HaKodesh, the spirit of Elohim. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from Elohim, that we may understand what Elohim has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit. We have got to be taught by the Spirit. You've got to know how to war in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But by words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths and spiritual words, the man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of Elohim. For they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man makes judgment about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. For who has known the mind of Yehovah that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Messiah. But you have the mind of Christ. This is the hour. For you to walk in victory. This is the hour for breaking through. Come on. Let's use this Sukkot to really break through in the kingdom. Don't just go through the motions. Don't get caught up in 
traditions. Don't get caught up with what man is saying. Why? What do we want? We want a message where it's not about wise and persuasive words, but with the demonstration of the Spirit's power. So, Father, I want to thank you for this time today. And we just want to release the demonstration of the Spirit's power. I pray, Father, you open our ears so that we can hear from you. Release uh, our, our understanding into a place uh, where we will walk in your wisdom and hear clearly from you. And more than anything, I pray that today will be a red letter day. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you could receive a word right now that can transform your future? That will give you keys to breaking through, keys to moving into the next chapter of your life, the next area of blessing. I believe this is the season in which we are living. And I want to encourage you to walk by faith and not by sight, that we will get to that place where, you know, what does it say? Let me just pull that scripture up again. That, that we recognize, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Why? Because you recognize that the Messiah's power is resting on you and resting on me. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. Um, you know, I just love the fall feast because it is time for us to just bask in the presence of Yehovah. It's time for us to set ourselves aside and to receive from him. And this is the hour. So if you're blessed and encouraged, um, don't forget to email me, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. You can send in emails of testimonies or prayer requests and we will stand with you. If you want to give to the ministry, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give and you can post donations there. Uh, there's also addresses if you want to send gifts by mail uh, or electronic, um, no problem. I appreciate everyone who gives to the ministry for the work that we do for edifying and building the body of Messiah. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we press in to, you know, to unlock what the Father has for us during this feast time. So just give us a thumbs up right now if you're watching on social media. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you join and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're on Facebook, just give us a thumbs up right now if you've been blessed and encouraged with this message. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And I'll get through the comments there. Uh, I'll go through the comments after the broadcast. Okay, blessings and... Uh, Hugsamea Sukkot. Hallelujah. Amen.